0: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Thanks for tuning in today to Simply for Women. I am your host, Jennifer Jackson, and today is going to be a great show because together we can discover a big God through simple faith. You know, he asked us to come to him, to come to him as children, and I know that as women of faith, we are all looking for something. It seems like we're looking for more time or more sleep, more prayer, less stress, less anxiety or fewer demands, all, all these things, right? But one thing that we're all searching for is a greater understanding of God of his word, of his presence, and of his promises. And so today, I wanted us to look into living hope. And maybe we should start, I love these sentence prayers because we are so busy and we do have so much that we're juggling. And so you can go through your day with just a sentence prayer. And this is the prayer for today. It says, Jesus, I thank you for your living hope. So why don't we try that together? I don't know where you're at, what you're doing, but just say, Jesus, I thank you for your living hope. Isn't that good? It gives, it just breathes life. Just saying that prayer breathes life into us, doesn't it? And I, so we, I always, I love to give you a memory verse. I know this isn't Sunday school, but we want to hide God's word into our heart. We want to tuck it deep inside. And there's so many ways you can do that. You know, have you thought about, You can even put a little reminder on your phone and stop and say your memory verse. Or have you thought about put a little reminder on your phone that reminds you to pray for somebody? What if you just every day at noon, your phone buzzed and you prayed for your kids or your phone buzzed and you prayed for your husband? I love the use of that. Just all those little alarm bells. (laughs) And so that's a thought. But a memory verse, you know, the Bible says to meditate on God's word day and night. And I used to think, well, how do you do that? But that's one way is just to find a verse and simply say it over and over again until you have put it into your heart because sometimes we're overwhelmed by the huge task of reading the Bible or reading a book or studying or all of that on on any given day. And if that's overwhelming you today, just let's just focus on this verse, on this one verse, which is Romans 1513. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. And then I like to take a scripture like that and just begin to pray it out loud. Praying the word of God is like an. Arrow, when you find a scripture that fits your situation, fits your day, and you begin to pray that over your life, it's a perfect prayer because it it's God's word and his word for you. So we'll take this little scripture right now, and I want to pray that over you, and you can pray right along with me. So thank you, God, for your living hope. As I trust in you today, I ask you to fill me with your joy and peace. May I overflow with your hope, by the power of your spirit. Amen. Amen. It's so encouraging. Well, today I thought we might talk about this living hope. And I was thinking about the passage in Luke where the disciples were on the Emmaus Road. So it's after the resurrection, and they're walking, and they're talking together and talking about things. And Jesus is shows up and he's walking with them, but they didn't even see him. They didn't even recognize that he was in their midst and they're, you know, chatting and hanging out and walking and all of this, but they didn't know that it was the Lord right there with them. And so I thought about that. Do you ever realize or remember a time in your life or even maybe today when God was with you, but you just didn't even realize it at the time? How has God opened your eyes to see Jesus in everyday life. Or maybe we just want to say, God, I want to see you. I want that living hope and help me to see you today in everyday life. You know, Jesus, he gives us strength for each day and faith. It covers our heart and hope covers our mind. But choosing to live in that hope, how could that change your life? You know, how do we maintain or daily keep a passion for Jesus? I think that when you are on the walks of life and walking through every day, if we could begin to look for him and begin to ask him, you know, Holy Spirit, open my eyes to see you in the smallest things, maybe in those little baby toes uh, that you're putting the socks on right now, or, you know, maybe in the spring flowers, in the grass. Where, what can I see? Where can I see the hope of God today? You know, when, when we lived in Israel and Doyle's parents came. We we actually walked to the Emmaus Road. And so there's a restaurant there. And I remember taking a cab. We actually, we took a cab for part of the way. We walked for part of the way, but we took the cab to get close to where the Emmaus Road and Doyle's dad said, there is a fabulous restaurant I wanna take you all to. And so we got in this cab in Israel and went winding around, (laughs) hot cab. And jammed in there with our parents, and we we arrived at this beautiful restaurant. I don't know if you've ever had Mediterranean food, but oh my goodness, it's so good. And so I wanted to give you, I thought you might want this recipe. So this is something that I make almost every week, and it's just like a staple in the Israeli family. And what you do is you chop up cucumbers, you chop up tomatoes, you chop up, if you like onion, I'm like, eh, sometimes onions, sometimes not. Um, And then you chop up really any vegetable, definitely peppers. uh, You can even add like broccoli, cauliflower, but any carrots, crunchy veggies, and you chop them really tiny. So you make this big bowl of these chopped veggies. And if you don't put the dressing on all of it, it'll last like three or four days in your fridge. It's such a great salad. So chop up this like rainbow variety of all these veggies And then you add olives. So you want a really salty, like um, a green olive or, you know, some good salty olives. So you slice those up and then you add feta cheese, if you like feta cheese. And you can add sunflower seeds if you want a crunch. And then if you want a hint of sweetness, you add cranberries. That's just that's the american addition to it because you need that little hint of sugar but the israelis they don't add they don't add the fruit but anyhow sometimes i add cranberries dried cranberries and then here's the dressing olive oil salt and pepper lemon juice that's it it is so refreshing it's so good so here we are we're at this restaurant and you know israeli salads and grape leaves and just sitting there with doyle's parents and talking about wow you know, this is the exact area, the exact location where Jesus talked and walked with the disciples. And we, we sat there and we discussed all the people and the experience, the friends and family that we had known and had shared Jesus with over the decades. And it was really cool. Doyle's dad was telling us a story about a man that came who had a cigarette addiction. And Doyle's dad said, well, do you Want to be free from that? And the guy said, yeah, but I don't know how. I've tried everything. I've tried the patch. I've tried, you know, all the typical things. And Doyle's dad said to him, well, have you tried prayer? And he said, no. And he so Doyle's dad prayed for the man, and immediately he was delivered and set free from cigarettes, and he never smoked again. And so then I started telling a story. I said, well, I remember a woman came to see me at the church and she had a marriage problem. And so we oh man I think we spent two hours together and we talked about uh, her marriage and everything and prayed together and then she didn't even mention smoking. I did not know anything about smoking. And so it was all about you know just it was marriage. So we prayed anyway at the end of our time she went down to her car. And she she was sitting in her car in the church parking lot, and she went to light her cigarette. And she said, God just spoke to her and said, you've just prayed this phenomenal prayer about your home, your home life, and now you're going to light a cigarette? And so she put the cigarette out, and she came back up the stairs to find me again. And by this time, you know how that is, like you've met with somebody, and now you've moved on, you're back to your to-do list, your calendar, you know. I was back in in working mode. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, you know, we spent two hours together. So here I was like, okay, Lord, it's okay. Take a deep breath, Jennifer. And so she comes back up and she's like, I need to meet with you again. And I said, okay, five minutes, you know, like I will have to schedule another time. So anyway, I did. And I sat down with her and she told me the story as she went down and she lit up the cigarette and she's like, I really have this addiction. And So I said, well, let's ask God. Let's ask the Lord. So I prayed with her and she went down. She never lit another cigarette. God totally set her free. So, so many stories of God's goodness and, you know, this living hope that we can experience because he wants to come into the practical areas of our life. I I could tell you dozens of these cigarette deliverance stories. Uh, one was a young man named Mitchell, and he gave me permission to share this story, but I didn't even remember praying with him. He just came to the altar at church, and we were praying about a myriad of other things, and praying with a team. We have a team that prays down front for people, but anyway, he he one of the things he asked for was prayer about the smoking. He really he wanted to be rid, too, because I mean, it's expensive. It's just it's not good for your health. And um he had so many reasons why he was hoping for this. And God set him free. Like he never he never smoked again. So I don't know if that's you. And I don't even, I wasn't even planning on talking about that. But somehow I was just remembering that when we were at this dinner near the Emmaus Road, how Jesus showed up he met the disciples in everyday life and he he wants to meet you in everyday life and i don't know if you have an addiction today or something that you're struggling with but i especially have an extra measure of faith for the cigarette um, addiction it's it's a tough one so uh, maybe i'll just say a quick prayer god i pray that right now in the name of jesus that anyone listening who has that that you would just set them free by your living hope you are our living hope and just cover them right now in everything they need, the health, the life, the hope, the freedom from addiction can come right now to them in Jesus' name. Well, you know, it's been a great time together and we have more to come, so stay with us. But I just i just wanted to say that if you would like to be on the show, I'm gathering stories. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your story and the second half of the show we love to to do interviews for women with women we're just simply women doing our lives and so go to jennifer-jackson.org today just go to jennifer-jackson.org today i want to hear your story it's so important